Welcome to the Blood Cancer Experience, a podcast series presented by the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society of Canada. This series connects people affected by blood cancers to their community with stories of hope, healing, and help. Hello, my name is George Athens, and I'm your host for this podcast. Thanks for joining us. Today, we're talking about a type of blood cancer called polycythema vera with Joanne McKinley in Kitchener, Ontario. Hello, Joanne. Thanks uh, for taking the time to speak with us today. It's a pleasure to have you with us for this podcast. Glad to be here. Well, first of all, could you share a little bit uh, about yourself, a little bit of background, how and when you were diagnosed with MPN, uh, since blood cancer usually strikes without warning? Uh, Yes. Um, It happened that my um, GP... Um, watched my blood counts for about a year and noticed that my neutrophils were really high. So sent me to see an oncologist hematologist and uh, they did a quick genetic test and discovered that I was JAK2 positive, which meant that I had one of the MPNs called PV. That must've come as uh, quite a shock to you. It was a bit of a surprise, I'll admit, yes. Did you know anything about blood cancers before you were diagnosed? I knew very, very little. But I'll tell you, after being diagnosed, I certainly started my research. And what did that entail exactly? Well, I was able to uh, discover that MPNs are a rare type of blood cancer, and there are three different kinds, um, ET, PV, and MF. And um, that usually people um, are discovered through uh, a blood test, and that's, that's how they find out. Is there anything you wish you had known at the time of your diagnosis? Well, I don't think there's much <laughs> that um, would have helped in knowing. Um, it was just important to find the information about blood cancers once I was diagnosed. How did you deal with uh, this personal challenge? I guess everybody has a, a certain way to deal with uh, adversity, uh, if you will. Uh, how did you handle it? Well, fortunately or unfortunately, I had a member of my family who had suffered from cancer and I had been with them through the journey. So I kind of had an idea what to expect. Well, how important... Uh, were family, friends, and medical professionals then uh, during your treatments? Oh, always very, very important. Um, Fortunately, I discovered a patient support group and was able to get a lot of information and support from that group. Uh, It was the Canadian MPN uh, Patient Advocacy Network, and uh, that was very helpful. Did your diagnosis with blood cancer and the challenges you faced along the way uh, change you in any way? Is there a positive takeaway from all of this? Actually, I think there is. Um, I became an advocate and I've met a lot of other patients with MPNs who are very, very supportive. And we now have a network of about nine patient support groups across Canada. Uh, And it is really, really important to be able to connect with them and to discuss our 
treatment and uh, some of the things that we go through. So through this adversity, you're now giving back. Um, is this uh, is this satisfying for you? I, I guess it must be. It is very satisfying. It's um, almost like a new occupation. Um, no, it is very rewarding to help other people and to help them discover that uh, Blood cancers, yes, our blood cancer is rare, but there are things that we can do. What are the kind of things that come up in the dialogue with, um, with the, uh, the people that are part of your group? Well, basically things like um, quality of life um, and certainly research that's ongoing on MPNs. The research in this area has exploded in the last few years. There are so many... Um, interesting clinical trials available that it, it really is um, very rewarding and um, trying to keep up with all of the information out there on MPNs is quite amazing because previously uh, there was very, very little and then all of a sudden um, because of awareness and because of uh, patients being diagnosed, that um, there are more and more clinical trials and more and more hematologists are finding out about our MPNs. So beyond the, let's say the, the medical um, things that are beneficial to the treatment of this type of cancer, are there other things like, um, let's say sleep and uh, physical <laughs> exercise and diet, that sort of thing that, that can help as well? Yes, this year particularly, there's been a great deal of emphasis on a number of the um, programs that I've watched on quality of life. Things like uh, yoga has been helpful, uh, stress reduction, um, all kinds of uh, things that we can do to improve the quality of life. Um, exercise, uh, even just getting out walking uh, is helpful. And certainly uh, the more that you do, uh, the, the better you're going to feel. Um, certainly that's one of the big areas that I think is very, very important is looking at quality of life. Of all of the people that you have come in contact with um, as you try to reach out and offer inspiration and help, is there any one special person that's really touched you in any way? Uh, actually, there's a large number of people. Certainly the hematologists, oncologists in the field have been extremely supportive. This year, we've had a number of our special MPN specialists that have uh, offered to give uh, information and talks to our patient support groups, and they've been extremely supportive. So that's, that's always encouraging. Um, finding out about what's happening and knowing that you are supported, being that it's a rare blood cancer and not all hematologists know about it. The ones that are MPN specialists have been extremely supportive. Is there any, um, let's say, special thing that you do to celebrate your current space and place each year, um, knowing that, um, I guess, uh, life is always a gift? Uh, well, I think our special thing that we do every year is we have our Canadian MPN uh, Network Conference 
every year in September during Blood Cancer Week. And it's a, a chance that we get to contact with uh, patients from all over uh, Canada. And that's always very uplifting. And it's always so good to see. Is there one thing or some advice you'd like to share with others who have been diagnosed with blood cancer? Some words of inspiration? Uh... Yeah, certainly for people that have been diagnosed with um, an MPN, uh, that it is a chronic blood cancer that you'll probably have it for many, many years in most cases. Is there um, a final word? Can I give you a final word? Anything you would like to add to this interview and podcast that would be uh, valuable and helpful to our listeners? Just that I would like to encourage people to certainly go on our Canadian MPN uh, Network Patient Advocacy uh, website. There's lots of information there. And um, also, I know that many of them have contacted LLS, and that's been very helpful through the first connections. And on that note, I would like to uh, thank you very much. It's been interesting and uh, a real pleasure to speak with you today, Joanne. Thank you. If listeners have any questions about this podcast or need any support or resources to navigate your experience, I encourage you to connect with the community service manager in your region. For more information, visit bloodcancers.ca. If you liked our podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. You can find us wherever you access your favorite podcasts. We also welcome any ideas for our program, so we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email with your suggestions or comments at info at bloodcancers.ca. Until next time, stay well and stay connected. Thank you for listening to The Blood Cancer Experience, a series of podcasts presented by the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society of Canada. We are committed to supporting the blood cancer community through programs, services, and research.